food, baby. We in here, yeah, we in here. Been... Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here, yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. Yeah. We, here, we in here, yeah, we in here. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. <laughs> you know, I was going to think of something clever to say, but it just escaped me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Black versus the Board of Education. My name is Miss Laureen, and I am your hostess with the most, this as usual. Um, but before we get the conversation started, now I know some of y'all probably have already seen the recap of what we're going to be talking about today. We have named this show, Is This Your Man's? All right. Yeah. Is this your man's? Because he was straight up set tripping. Yeah. Uh, so before we get the conversation started, you know how we do. We go around the room and let you know who's in the building. So we're going to start with Jalen. Oh, curveball. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Uh, my name is Jalen. Um, uh huh. I'm a college student in the area uh-huh. of California. In the area? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Boo! <laughs> Come on, Anaya. Hey, everyone. I'm Anaya, and I'm currently a senior in high school. Love to see it. Love to see it. Miss Jada? Hey, y'all. My name is Jada. I am a homeschool senior in the Sacramento area. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Where's Melissa? Come on, Hi, everyone. My name is Melissa, and I am a junior in the SoCal area. Welcome, Perfect. welcome. And you know what? We have a new face joining Uh-oh. us today. Uh, she is a student in our student media program, and this is her <laughs> very first one, very first show with us. So can we pull up Miss Faith? Come on and introduce yourself, love bug. My name is Faith. I'm a junior, and I'm 16. So listen, it's always great when we start to incorporate new voices. So you will be seeing out of out the course of this um, podcast. Sometimes we'll be having other voices join us. Sometimes they're filling in for others. Other times they're just available and want to come and weigh in on something that we're talking about. So be on the lookout for that. So before we get started with the conversation of is this your man's, because I have a whole lot to say, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, let me just get a couple of announcements out of the way. Well, actually recaps too, because we had a, a fabulous event the other day, um, our second annual Black History Open House. Mm. Um, and let me just tell y'all, it was such a beautiful thing to see. Uh, we had so many black men decide to grace us with their presence. And you know how I feel about black men. I love me some black men. And the thing that really stuck out about it is that a lot of them were formerly incarcerated and they're ready to get to work for their communities. And so it was a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Shout out to Brother Chris, uh, Savan, Marvin, um, Joaquin. Who else? Uh, mm-hmm. Someone who wasn't formerly incarcerated, uh, uh Public, uh, no, no, he's not a public defender. He's a, a defense attorney. Justin okay. Ward was in the building. Mm-hmm. We also had a, a school board member, Michael Vargas, decided to grace us with his presence as well. And of course, we had a bunch of parents in, in our one of our new staffers. Adrian was in the building. So we had a funky good time. We did not get out of here till close to 11. Come on. <laughs> we had a funky good time. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to shout out to them because, you know, when we talk about intentional community building, we mean that. We mean that with our full chest. Um, also, you guys attended, uh, you and Adrian attended the equity breakfast at yes, San Juan Unified. Yes, oh. we did. Talk to us about it. Tell us something good that happened. What you happened? You know, it was, it was very, very cool to see uh, just community members wanting to make the community better. Um, you know, everybody says that they want to make the community better, but not everybody does something to make Facts. the community better. So it's, it's, it's great, especially how you said intentional community building. That's what that looks like. Wow. Making a change. So shout out to uh, Director Omar Field Ridley over there outside, out in the equity land. Um, because I know that they had some people set tripping at the school board meeting out in San Juan. Oh, they were he, mad oh, he, about he, the fact that they're doing equity. And he brought that up and we was weak. <laughs> they were mad. And, and, you know, a lot of times people say, you know, I think it was the Sac County GOP, right? Now, Either we believe that everybody is a human being um, or we don't. Right. 
And the fact that you have people upset about equity, who's probably whose ancestors probably tried to preclude people like Ruby Bridges from entering public schools in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to talk about things. Right. And it's and the thing is, I don't get involved into the back and forth. What do the numbers say? Yeah. How are you serving all children or, or is there a specific demographic currently at the bottom? If there is a specific demographic currently at the bottom, you're not doing something right because everybody's not being served in the same way. Mm-hmm. And we have to have that conversation. So shout out to San Juan Unified and their commitment to equity, to bringing in community partners. Uh, shout out to our team that leads up our BGSN over at one of the elementary schools. Miss um, Jada, you was there, girl. Talk oh, to yeah. me. In the field. Let's talk about it. I enjoy it so much. I I had said in our earlier meeting, like, it just feels so natural. I treat them all like, you know, they're like my younger siblings. And it's nice to have somebody who looks up to you. It can be a lot of pressure, especially because you want to make sure that you're setting the right example. Mm -hmm. But overall, it's very motivational. It's encouraging and it's inspirational as well to know that you can have such a huge effect on somebody's life, no matter how old they are. Like, that just warns my and, heart. And Jada's official. She actually got a badge. I got Talk a badge. I got a badge. <laughs> that day I went, I got a badge. And I was just, I posted. I was like, look at me. Like, it's look official. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was good. I I saw some of the girls that I had saw last year. And they were like, you're back. And I was like, I'm back. They she was like, feeling herself. I was. They were like, your hair got longer. I was like, mm-hmm, what can I say? And change colors. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> so shout out to uh, that elementary school. I don't know if we're supposed to say where we're at so i'm not going to um, but know that uh it is not the bad girls club because a lot of the young girls thought that bgsn was for bad girls yeah (laughs) but i think that's but it's black girls you know we gotta we gotta change that that narrative and we gotta make sure that Mm -hmm. they know they're supposed to be there um and that we want to be and then the last thing i want to talk about well there's two more so one of the things you also we also went and you guys became peer advocates on <laughs> on yes, Friday. I am. So talk to me about the experience of being a peer advocate. It felt so weird. I think it's because like my experience in school, normally if I'm in a school office, I'm the one who's being like talked to or like mm-hmm. I have to bring my parent in. It's normally focused around me and if I'm doing something right or wrong. But in this instance, it was like I get to have real conversations with people who are older than me. But like I don't, it, it felt first of all, it felt good to advocate for somebody near my age, because I think it's super important that you have people around you who you feel like can support you. I think that's super duper important. And I was glad to be able to be that person. I actually spoke up to one of the teachers. It was very nerve wracking because I didn't know and like that was a uh, teacher in charge slash an administrator yeah, that you spoke to. I, and and it, like, Melissa, she was set tripping, though. She, uh-oh. she was set tripping she in was. that room. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, and I I spoke up and it felt weird because maybe it was because I'm not used to like talking to it. Like I wasn't being disrespectful, but it felt weird to kind of correct an adult on the Mm. way that they were treating a child. And normally it's just like, yeah, you don't know nothing to stay in a child's place. But in that instance, I was like, you're doing something wrong. Let's let's get to it because nah. but yeah. hmm. And so I say all that to say if you are in high school or you're in college and you want to be a peer advocate, we are popping that off through us as well um, because we believe that youth voice is super important 100%. Um, and the way in which you all connect to people closer to your age is invaluable and mm-hmm. so we want to make sure we make that service available so you guys will be with us on Friday too right mm-hmm. you and Adrian I, I know he's suit we're going to Valley High School you coming what's up okay and then the very last announcement so listen we have celebration weekend oh. coming up where's my air horns we celebrating a whole lot that week so stop it Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> so celebration weekend is our year of the our end of the year party um <sighs> so we have a whole weekend where we do uh, a friday night event um, this year, we're also going to incorporate something on the Saturday, and then we are going to culminate the event on Sunday with our Black grad, and we have several Black grads oh, in office it this feels this so year. weird. It's Why? Crazy. Because, like, normally when I was Barbie YLP, I was planning it for, you know, the older kids, and, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm going to be walking the stage. Like, that feels so weird. Yeah. So we're thank you for them. that, Tevin. Save the date, June 23rd through the 25th, right here in the great state. 
of California here you know, in Sacramento. The area. The area. <laughs> the area. We are going to have celebration weekend, our Friday night uh, awards ceremony slash shindig. <laughs> we are going to go with the theme um, kicks and heels. Yeah. Kicks and heels. So that should be fun. And um, we don't have a theme for celebration weekend, but black excellence is always on the menu. Mm -hmm. um, so just know, just know mm -hmm. it's going down. It's going down June 23rd through the 25th. So yeah. Y'all know <laughs> I sent y'all this story probably yeah. last night yeah. <laughs> because I was going to talk about something else, but I'm like, we have to stay current. So this joker. First of all, have anybody has has anybody heard of the nope. comic strip Dilbert? Nope. Yeah, I used. Oh, my oh, no, no. said yeah. This is Naya's man's. Hold on. So when I was younger, all right, all right, all right. Um, you know the Sunday paper had comics. Me and my brother would read them. I don't know who I was reading, so he's not my man's for real. But um, I would see his comics. Were they funny? Nah, they weren't my favorite, but I'm <laughs> I'm like familiar with them. Oh, so. okay. okay. Well, I had seen them. Um, I didn't know they were still doing comics in newspapers yeah, I maybe because I, I get my stuff offline. I didn't think they yeah. still give out newspapers. Um, no, that's I, yeah. I thought they stopped when I stopped reading them. To be honest, so so if you don't know what we're talking about, the comic uh, Dilbert creator scott adams broke the rule no one should ever break and it's don't be racist um and this is an opinion piece that came out of sack b as a fellow cartoonist i've watched scott williams and dilbert comic strip for years at his best williams hit the tech boom zegis perfectly and was a brilliant writer who channeled his characters through his own life experiences the 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 damn cartoon looks just like him to me. I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> he also walked the tightrope of extreme views, often stepping on his own tie by gushing over Donald Trump, mocking the pandemic and vaccines, and generally being transphobic and anti-gay. He espoused extreme views in his strip and his life. Then on a recent podcast, Adams said that black people were a hate group. And that whites should stay the hell away from them. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, stay away from us. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Melissa is shaking her head, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm gonna throw it to you first. Are you a are you a damn hate group? <laughs> so, without like jumping too far ahead of the episode, like he one of the the quotes that he said was. What did he say? Like it the the quote that he's talking about that made him think or categorize black people as a hate group is it's okay to be white, which was um, advertised and marketed as a hate slogan. It was in response to black people standing up for themselves, and we'll get into that later. But by his standards of a hate group is a group that says it's not okay for another group to be that group based on their skin color then by definition, wouldn't that also make white people a hate group because of the hundreds and hundreds of years of oppression that this country is literally built on? Looking at history, would they not be a hate group if you're trying to categorize black people as a hate group as well? Would white people also not be a hate group? Mm. Yeah. She on, y'all. Jada, is this your man's? Oh, absolutely not. No, I was, I was broke down some of the words that he said because he was talking about Okay, if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, according to this poll, that's a hate group. But he said himself, I don't want have to I don't want to have anything to do with them. And it was just like, ah, like we did something to them. I don't know. It's it's as if we are the oppressors and we have just been so like rude to them and so hurtful and we've just put them under and they want to be oppressed so bad. And it kind of makes me want to giggle a little bit. Like, it makes you want to giggle. It makes me want to giggle because oh, I'm God. like, y'all want to be oppressed so bad. Like, what have we done? Please let me know what we have done. Please let me know. Mm. I'm I'm so interested in hearing this. Okay. Let me know when you have police officers who look like you getting off with murder and you have police brutality and it's just like disproportionate discipline, but we are doing something to you guys. Hmm. Okay. I mean, he can't help it that he's stupid. I need um, statistics. Faith, is this your man's? Negative. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I don't really like this dude. There's something wrong in his mind. Like, it's, right? It's 
it's bad. You're going, you're digging yourself deeper and deeper what you say, and it's not right. Jalen, it's your man's. Yeah. <laughs> And he laughs. No, the reason why is the reason why I'm laughing is because it's like so crazy that it's funny. It's like 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 what are you talking about? Like, bro, what are you actually saying? I, I don't think he knows. Mm-mm. Um, because in within his rant, he said that he identified as black because that's the winning team. What? Yeah. You, like you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. that's, that's the winning is, team, bro. What are you talking the about, oh, bro? And then get this: a few days later, he was like, "Oh, now I identify as white again." Right? What? what? Like, bro, what <laughs> that's hello? Right. Now here. So he's transracial. He's transracial. Hey, that yeah. boy. He's transracial. Hey, no, he a real set tripper for real. <laughs> that boy a real set tripper. Yeah, and it's crazy how they want to be black so bad, but they can take it on and off. We can't take that on and off. That's nah. disrespectful to us. It's that victim complex. That's what in the world? But I think he said that mocking people who yeah. mocking people who are transgender yeah. that's what another guy who yeah talking about him said it's, yeah. that's just so that's what they do. it's weird yeah. it's really bizarre Very. and he said that the best advice that i would give to white people is to get the heck away from them there is no fixing this mm. no fixing what he wants to go through segregation again that's basically right that's wrong i have 50 i um, uh, i have mixed feelings about it because there is fixing this. Y'all just don't want to take accountability, which is the first step to fixing Ooh, it. Come on, talk to him. Y'all just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's too hard. Or, oh, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to fix this. It's or not we that shouldn't be, be judged what, what our ancestors did. Right. right. Like, girl, boy, well, we man. What? <laughs> and then we can't be uncomfortable around y'all. That's just yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, Basically, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So part, part, part of this is this was a poll that was put out by Rasmussen or Rasmussen or however you say that word. Um, and the poll poll was asking, uh, I think, is it okay to be white or Mm -hmm. whatever? Yeah, 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 that was it. I don't care. And so they put this poll out. First of all, how many people did you poll? Mm -hmm. Because they are not the representatives of all black people. (laughs) Right. And in what context did you submit the questions? And did you give any type of history or anything, Mm -hmm. um, as it relates to the question that you asked? I don't like polls because if you have, if you have 10 people, right. And two said whatever, yeah, that's 20%. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't want to see, I don't, I don't want to see percentages. I want to see how many people you actually ask this question and stop expecting a, a microcosm of the community to speak for everybody in that community. I think that that's stupid. And I think that, um, it's disingenuous to present it in that way and to have such um, direct feelings about it when you don't even understand the context of anything that happened. And this particular poll is a poll that used to be referenced by Donald Trump. Like this is the end all be all type of poll that they look to validate their, I don't know if it's their existence or validate their foolishness. I don't, I don't know. know. But to say that 20, I think he said 27% said, uh, no, it's not okay. 53% said, yes, it was okay. And 21% said they didn't know how to answer the question. I'm not care. answering. That's so stupid. I'm confused at where all the vitriol came from. Yeah, because majority <laughs> of people said what? They said it was okay. It's fine. Yeah. So I don't. He was bored that day. He probably. Well, let me not say that. Lord have mercy. Y'all Uh-oh. almost made me Uh-oh. say something crazy. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. He was probably drinking a little too much that day um, and decided to talk about something he had absolutely no yes. context for. But to say that you I, you wanted to be helpful to black people and then yeah. say, we're not helping them anymore. Who asked you? I'm looking for the help. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to. Where was the help? I'm. Who did y'all ask him for help? No, I don't even. I don't even see the help. If it was help that we didn't ask for, where was it? Because I'm blind. I must be blind because I didn't see no help. That's the same type of dude that say, "But I got black friends." Yeah, (laughs) my cousins, aunties, uncles, sisters, brothers is black. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but who asked you? People are loud and wrong all the time. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. The least be is right. (laughs) Yeah. Wrong. Loud. Are you not embarrassed? I mean, what other studies have you looked at? The The fact of the matter is if we were as bad as people thought we were, we, mm. were, we would have flipped over a lot of these oh, neighborhoods. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you. Like, 
I think black people are some of the most patient people. Yeah, out we here. don't want revenge. Everything. It'd be horrible if we wanted revenge. Oh my gosh! Like I don't think y'all understand. Like if we really wanted revenge, it'd be over. I'm chilling. That's crazy. Call up everybody and get together. Right? Like, <laughs> everybody. I don't know what revenge is. I don't think y'all know no. what hate is. I don't like, think so. I don't think y'all know what hate really is. Mm-mm. Why don't Why don't Why don't you tell them what is hate? What What do you guys? When you said When he said that black people are hate group what came to mind that we hate all white people and want them all to die that's what i think what came to my mind was the things that they do to us where they don't make spaces for us where they Mm -hmm. continuously leave us out where we're constantly at the bottom of the barrel i don't ever see them at the bottom if anything they're at the top and they're riding it with their white flag like they just having the time of their life and i don't know i just i would just see it as a place where like no white people allowed and mm-hmm. I think that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. When you know. think of the word hate, Faith, what does what comes to mind? I don't know. Just like when we when that word hate is very strong. Of course, it's strong. It's so strong. when you think of hate, it's like I don't like you. I don't want to be around you. If I see you, it's it's on. You know, type of thing. So I don't know why he thinks that we're hate crime. Honestly, Melissa, hate. What came to mind? The whenever I hear hate or like hate group, the first thing I think of is the KKK, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how, how do you see the hear the words hate group and correlate that to black people being the hate group when it was your people that did this to our people made a hate group, and you're calling us Terrorized. the hate group? Terrorize the black community. Terrorize the hate group. Right. Okay. But it's but we're the problem. Got it. Jay, hate group, what comes to mind? <sighs> hate is probably the strongest uh negative word you can use. One of the, I would say. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like it's pretty bad. So we're a hate group because of our color, like, but you guys had just like Melissa said, you guys had a whole hate group against us. So I'm like, what are we? What are you talking about? And I think why they would probably call us a hate group is because we keep a lot of stuff to ourselves because time and time again, we're always forced to share with y'all when it comes to spaces that are specifically for black people. Y'all want to get mad and we act like we're being selfish. Mm-hmm. How many other spaces have y'all taken up that was supposed to be meant for us? Okay. And when we have a, like our culture, they don't want to, they want to be in on the hairstyles and they want to be in on this and that. And we're like, no, like that's not for y'all. Oh, y'all are hating on us. Sorry if we don't want y'all to culturally appropriate us. Y'all want to be us so bad, but when it's time, when time comes down to actually helping us solve our issues, y'all disappear. But y'all, yeah, no, I'm good. And help us with our trauma. Let's talk about that over the years. They can't help me with their tra- with the trauma. Not. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all caused it. Thank you. <laughs> Perpetrators right. can't even turn around and help. Right. Um, so when I think about hate groups, I think about the history that we have endured in this country. I don't only think about the KKK. I think about the skinheads. I think about politicians in high places that put in laws that kept us segregated to different um, neighborhoods in different schools. Um, I think of um, when you talk about hate groups, I think of people who intentionally um, traumatized and targeted a specific group so they would not advance past them. Yep. I don't know anyone in my community that has done that to anybody or had the power to do yeah, that. The power, power. power. Because and they so have we made need to be very clear when we start throwing around terms and terminology that wants to, to ascribe a set of words to a particular people, because I can go through the history books and I can find where they were sending postcards of black men hanging from trees, oh, yeah. black yep. men and women, um, burning them uh, attached to trees, Um, the way that they did Emmett Till. Like, I don't know of a comparable story where anyone in our community participated in such heinous acts towards white young people. And so we have to be very, very clear what we're talking about. People who hate come to school board meetings and get, get in the face of people who are pushing equity. Why? Right. Why? Look at the numbers. Don't 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 listen to me. Don't get clouded by your own judgment. Don't be trying to come with me with all the foolishness because I want all the smoke. Understand life. Um, 
but look at your own statistics. If these people weren't in these positions to do the things that they have consistently done, we would not be at the bottom of every category except discipline, which at which we're at the highest. Mm-hmm. So I want I want to know when you see people like this. If he's made a lot of money off of comics, he's not very funny. Um, does it make you want to figure out more about him? Because after today, I refuse to talk I about him again. Um, I didn't even know he existed. I was like, who's this? Yeah, I didn't even know, bro. What's this guy? I, I could but do you think that he did this to get people to yes. notice him? Oh, 100%. Yep. yep. Yes. He got the wrong attention. 100. Either that or he's just like, negative attention yeah. is better than no attention. Yeah. All what publicity is about? great. Do anything for clout? Wasn't yeah. that yeah. episode? Yeah. Do anything for clout? He just seems bored. Yeah. Very. I'm like, what are you talking about? Of his AARP and go sit down somewhere. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Like, why won't they just be quiet? Like, he had they a comic strip saying white people shouldn't help black people. Like, what? Help them what? What are you talking about? I'm sorry, about? who raised whose kids? During oh, slavery? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Who was teaching who? Like, what are you like, talking about? Like, I, 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 I want to find <laughs> yeah. the help. I, I, all this help you saying that you who gave has us. willingly where? helped? Where? Yeah. If they willingly helped, we wouldn't have had a civil rights movement. <laughs> right, bro. No. We wouldn't have to boycott the bus system. Yeah. You know, to get them to treat us like human beings. Like, where's this help? Where's the help? Like, we were three-fifths mm-hmm. at of one point. Three-fifths human. of a human. That's because they own the humans. Fifths. Right? Like, yeah. We were it was property. In, like it was in And the you could jump in here, Melissa. I see you trying to say something. I face yeah. <laughs> there is there is a difference between using your privilege to help people who don't have it and weaponizing it, which is what he's doing. So as a white person, it is powerful to be able to be an ally and to help communities that need it. Like if we look at at, at BASN, that is literally a BYLP branch that is able to help the black community because we need it. You are able to use your privilege to help black people get into spaces where they need to be and where they were not able to be before. But then you see him using that privilege to call black people a hate group. He's he's doing exactly what he's talking about. And that's why that 26% that he's talking about, that he is so obsessed with, that 26%, that he's so obsessed with and calling it half. First of all, you can't do numbers. You can't do math because 26% is not the same as half. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about that. But that's exactly why they voted for no, it's not okay to be white because you are literally proving the very point that you're talking about because you are being the spokesperson for all these white people who don't act like that. You're kind of showing that they act yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I think that show me a person in our community who can flip-flop from being identifying as white to identifying as black to mm-hmm. identifying as white to identify like when it suits them. That's privilege right there. It is. And you know, there were there I think we did the review of that one movie, right? Where they said oh, the yeah. women were passing. passing. Or, oh yeah, that's yeah, passing. Yeah. yeah right? passing. And we know that there are people from our community who mm-hmm. decided to pass as white because they didn't want to be treated like the other black folks. Mm-hmm. Right. And those were probably children of slave masters and slaves right Mm -hmm. and they knew that there was a privilege right the closer Mm -hmm. you are to white the more privilege you have right Mm -hmm. and so I I look at that but I don't ever remember seeing them weaponize the fact that they could pass and I don't remember you know and I'll have to read that book our kind of people again but I don't know if they were able to be like this dude said, oh, well, I wanted to be part of the winning team. So I used to identify as black when he's just as white as can be. And this is the because of this stupid poll. First of all, I want to know how many black people they asked. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that it was a thousand, which is <laughs> a very, a very small percentage mm. of black people in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think what would make you go on a tirade because 53 or I'm sorry, 27% said no. And 21% didn't know how to answer the question. Why are you so angry? You just think everybody needs to agree with you. Welcome to the real world. (laughs) 
where people have opinions that don't always align with yours. And I agree with Faza. She said they're jealous and feel threatened when they aren't the center of things. And that's when the hate comes out, the need to flip the table and disrupt the process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think people are bored and they don't have enough to do. If he was really out here helping black people like I am, he would find his days <laughs> filled with things to do. Mm-hmm. One of them is not being on a damn podcast <laughs> about some poll that came out <laughs> that is right. talking to a small number of people. Get busy. I just don't understand. And so I had a chance to listen to the conversation that TYT Young Turks or the Young Turks Network or whatever they are. And the conversation veered from this dude to them then saying, oh, well, um, black students shouldn't have the right to specific spaces or specific classes because they need to learn how to get along with everybody because we're all equal. (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out what carpet they were smoking um, because I don't know how you derive that black black students wanting specific spaces, how you derive that out of this context. And then you're going to use your privilege because you, I don't know what they are, but they look white to me. Not, not that other boy, but the, the girl, she looks white to me so she could pass whatever she is. Um, but to put her mouth on a situation that she knows nothing about that she's never had to experience. I was a little bit offended um, because this was within the same context as this poll and this dude having his comic strip pulled. And then they segued into black students not needing black spaces and they need to learn how to get along with everybody else. What say you? Y'all are really quiet. What happened? I'm trying to process. (laughs) Do y'all need specific spaces? Yes. Why? Because sometimes being mixed with other people, specifically people who are not black, it makes it harder. You see a lot of like, Take that one situation, um, what was it? That one situation where a girl had said something deemed to be racist in class and two black girls just looked at each other and automatically mm-hmm. they were targeted as, oh, I, I think like they think I'm racist. I think they're hating on me. And it's like, why are we put, like we didn't even do anything. And it's like this, the little stuff like that where we're put in the same place as you and automatically we become targets. How mm. does that work? Like mm. sometimes I need my own space where I'm not always feeling like there's a target on my back. Like, but because they, if they wanted to use their privilege, it was like white people only here, they could do that. But mm-hmm. when we want it for us, it's like, no, you have to share. Like, get get comfortable. Get used to it. Mm. Get used to it. Like, yeah. Melissa, do black students need their own spaces? Yes. Black students and black people in general. Because when we don't mm-hmm. have our own spaces, when we are with other people in other spaces, it is we automatically feel like we have to censor ourselves and we cannot be ourselves. We have to tone down and we can't, we can't move even like things as simple as talking, like talking with my hands or like, you're going to come off to other people, to white people as aggressive or why do you have an attitude when you're just expressing yourself or you're having fun. We're taught, we're told we're too loud. We cannot be ourselves in spaces where there are other people a lot of the time. So We need those spaces where we're allowed to be ourselves because it's exhausting. You can't be yourself here at work. You can't be yourself here at school. You can't be yourself outside. You can't, or like, you can't be yourself anywhere. So why can we not have those spaces? Like you have white people for, for so long, for literally forever have had spaces that are their own. So why is it wrong that we want a space that is for us? And what's the harm? We want something for us. What's the harm? Like, why do we have to share everything with y'all? Y'all are greedy. Share, share, share. Give me, give me, give me. Back up. Like, we don't need to give y'all everything. You're, We're giving you a lot of ourselves when y'all don't deserve it. Like, whew. And I don't want every step I take, y'all watching me, or hmm. if I do certain things, y'all watching me, or you're going to tell somebody that I did something, or, you know, if I wanted to come back to my room and yell, I'm not harming you. Right, it's. Yeah. Um yeah. Jalen. <laughs> we we hundred percent need uh our own space because we need somebody who looks like us and are going through the same things as us so we can actually talk about things that we can do. Like if we didn't have a black boys support network here, what 
you don't we don't know where these kids over our, our black girl support network we don't know where these kids could have their own space to right. talk and, about and those are separate meetings yes, yes. they're separate meetings so know. they the girls have their own different things the guys have their own different things so and we get to talk about things that are going on because we are all black and we look at each other and be like look we're all going to go through the same things because we're all going to get stereotyped we're all going to be targets because of our our skin color so now we have the our our baseline and we're like you know what how can we progress and how can we learn as and how can we support one another as right. as a people that yeah. look the same so of course you're going to need that space cuz ain't nobody that's not my color going to tell me what I am going through so shut up, Anna. You and can't tell me what I'm going through. You don't know what it's like to be a black person, a black female, a black male in this country. And the problem is you have all these liberal white folks putting their mouth on situations they have no context mm -hmm. for. None. And you don't have the uh, you don't have the authority. Because that's the that's another part of privilege. They think it comes with authority to tell people what to do. You don't have that authority over me. So stay in your lane and talk about what you do know. Talk about what has impacted you. But when you tell me that Black students don't need their own space because they got to learn how to get along, she doesn't know enough to even have the conversation. Because in public schools, especially in California, you all are not, <laughs> you are not separated. You have learned how to get along with other kids. This has been your yeah. educational system fact. existence. That is what you have done. You have learned how to get along with people, how to deal with adversity, how to be resilient, even though I think that Black children should not have to be resilient. They should be able to be children. So when you have people who just have opinions and they don't know what the hell they're talking about, my simple request is you to shut the hell up. Be quiet. Because you don't know enough. And it's I'm surprised that more people didn't say that in the comments. What was in the comments was black people think that they're special. Huh. Black people are constantly complaining. Well, stop giving me something to doggone complain about. Am I not supposed to feel special? As a I think I'm special. Girl? Like I'm I apologize. <laughs> I am beautifully, wonderfully mm -hmm. made. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, just like I you, think go, go ahead. Just like you said, like why are they complaining about giving us something to complain about? It's weird. I don't know. And then they say, oh, stop using the race card. We'll stop putting it in the deck. <laughs> what are we doing? So y'all can say things about once y'all bring up race and then we respond with, okay, this is how that's racist. Oh, y'all pulling the race card when mm -hmm. y'all start it's the conversation. The, it, was, it was handed to me. What? Right. But they don't want to have that conversation. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to have the real conversation. The fact of the matter is they are losing their grip on their privilege hold that they've had for so long. And there's too many of these black folks actually progressing in life. <laughs> right. And black women are the most educated demographic there is. So what are we really talking about? They just want us to stay oppressed. That's what it feels like. Oh, black people think they're special. Am I not supposed to think highly of myself? I'm, I'm not saying the most high God. I'm not yes. saying I'm better than you, but why <laughs> right. can't I think highly of myself? Why do you want me to just think so horribly about myself? And it's interesting because, like I said, they could use their privilege to have whatever safe space they have, they wanted. But when we want a safe space, no, y'all can't have that. Says who? We're not gonna have that. We're not gonna have that. So yeah, it's just it's interesting to see their perspective on how we need to get along with everybody because. If we want to have the serious and the tough conversations with everybody, the stuff that I can have with my separate group, I can't have with y'all. Because let me bring it up. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Let's not talk about it. Well, I don't really want to be here because mm. if I can't talk about my struggles, I don't really want to be here. Like once we start having too much fun without yeah. them, they like they want to knock on our party and be like, hey, what y'all well, doing in there? Where's our invite? There's no invite. You're a hater. Mm -hmm. Hate group. Hate group. Have you seen hate? <laughs> like, I just want to party. That's it. Just want to party. Interesting. Have a good time. White people are so stubborn. They are stubborn, but they want everything to go their way, the way that they want it. So they can feel comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They that want to see the, the little glorious bubble where everybody's at the bottom and they're at the top. Well, they want to admit that they want to be at the top, but their actions show that they constantly want to be at the top. Right. Or yeah. they want to be like us and act like us, but you don't want to accept the trauma that we went through throughout the years. That's crazy. All what right. if everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black? Yep. Right. Then they take it off. Oh, no. Mm. 
Sorry, I'm not an ally. wash off my tan. What? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's just it's 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 a sad state of affairs. Um, when you can't make spaces for yourself because other people are scared about what you're going to talk about. They have to know what you're talking about. You could be plotting. You plotting on me? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it, it's been that way for so long. Like I told y'all, there would be three or four of us at the state capitol, black folks, just sitting there having a grand oh, old yeah. time and they would start to surround us, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, can I help y'all? What do you want? Because they always think that there's a plan being devised to, you know, overthrow the system. <laughs> and honestly, that shows that shows you that you know that there's something yeah. wrong with your system to a point where you might be thinking, oh, they might be getting on to us. Oh, I, I think they think so, I, they see some of the stuff that's wrong with this. They might be plotting. Let's break it up now before it's too late. Yeah. If if that's your conscience, if that's your thinking, then there's obviously something wrong. Like you can be at the highest point. Capital state capitals, one of the highest buildings in California, uh-huh. and they they produce legislation, and in that legislation, you know who they're not considering. Uh, talk about it. Okay, but where the hate group? I mean, let's talk about it. And then they hide behind Prop Two Hundred Nine, which said that they can't be a discriminatory, although they were discriminatory anyway. <laughs> they just say, "Oh, well, we can't do anything specifically for Black people, but they do things specifically for Native American people." Facts. They do things specifically for Latino people, but Facts. you start talking about reparations, it's everybody like, oh, talking no, crazy. Pass no. the law, stop the Asian hate, but reparations? No. Mm-mm. I don't know about that. What's that I'm just asking for the same energy. The same, same energy. energy that you have for every other group. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that what energy. They, what are they talking about in San Francisco with that five mil? Is that different than... They t- so this is the thing. Um, reparations was supposed to be a federal thing. It yeah. is not supposed to be state by state, city mm-hmm. by city. Mm-hmm. It's the federal government who sanctioned the treatment of black people that in, that allowed the enaction of things like Jim Crow laws, um, redlining, uh, convict leasing. So it is a federal thing. And so it never should have been parsed out as a state to state thing. But people are trying to get them to make atonement in these different places. But it absolutely should be a federal um, a federal thing that protects black folks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't want to do that. It's too hard for them. Well, you know, I don't think it's too hard for them. They just don't have the will to do it. They don't want to. Because if y'all want really to. wanted something, come on. Yeah. I'm y'all a- would do it. You and all your privilege. How long How long we've been asking for them to pass a, a protection law for Black Americans? The longest. The longest. Oh, Nina. But during we're that still COVID, waiting. We're still waiting. waiting. It right on the head. Matter of fact, they didn't even have to pass anything. I think that was a uh, what is that executive order that he put mm-hmm. into there? So. They didn't have to vote. I was on nothing. like, yeah. that was quick as crap. What in the yeah, world? That was crazy. But we'll give y'all Juneteenth. Happy holiday. Interesting. <laughs> oh, what? We get a lot of symbolism. We get we get Juneteenth in a month. And then didn't they do right. something with rap in one of them months? There was a, a rap month. Uh, I don't know. But there used June used to be Black Music Month. Now it's we're sharing it with other subcategories right. or other sub. Share, 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 oh, yeah, give, um, give, give. Take, there's take, just take. a lot. It's a lot going on, but we continue to see symbolism instead of change, right? Yep. Especially in the school district. I, I y'all know I hated the Ru- walk to walk to school Ruby Bridges Day. I hated that because they sanitized it and made it seem like she liked walking to school. They didn't have the <laughs> National Guard. For nothing. They didn't have all them white people falling behind her, cursing at her, throwing stuff at her, saying they're going to poison her food. That's not fun. That's traumatic. That's but, traumatic. But we're celebrating it. And, and that we, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have black students lead the march to school. I'd have been like, I'm staying home today. Um, all of y'all should have sat down. All of y'all should have sat down. And you should have used it as an invitation to teach them what actually happened to Ruby Bridges. But no, we're just going to walk to school. It's going to be so fun. Woo! And that baby was traumatized. And you have white adults out there screaming and crying, probably like you saw at the damn school board meeting in San Juan. Screaming and crying. We don't want them to be here. They didn't want her there. Screaming, crying, cussing at her, threatening her as she walked to school daily. 
adults at your big age. Her family, her family was receiving death threats because the baby was going to school. All the kids, the white kids in her class, stopped coming to oh, class. Yeah. She was the only child in the school. But you know what? Let's celebrate That's with crazy. Ruby Bridges and walk to school day. Great lengths they went to. That's crazy. But it's par for the course. Same with Little Rock Nine. Oh, yeah. Same with multiple other things. I just, so this weekend, I went to the play over at the Guild Theater, uh, Life from Death Row, something about the Scottsboro Boys. Do y'all know that story? Mm -mm. I'm familiar with it, but not. If I would have known, I mean, if I wouldn't have traveled and I knew that this was coming, I would have took all y'all to see it so we could talk about it. Um, But basically, it was these nine black uh, boys on the train, um, and they were accused by two white women of rape. And mm-hmm. none of these boys knew each other. They didn't know her. They didn't know them. You know, they just stopped the train. There was a fight on the train. Some of them were involved in the fight. They thought that's why they were being pulled off the train was for the fight. No, it was for accusations of rape. And so they put these babies, 13, two or three 13 year olds, a couple of 16 year olds, a couple of 18, I think in 19 year olds. Um, and they, continued to try them over and over again because the convictions were getting thrown out because the the evidence was not supported. And they continued to try them over and over and over. And they spent a considerable time locked up um, based on the word of these two women who were lying. And so when you talk about the vitriol that our people continue to experience Um, and you start to look at the stories from the past, I don't understand why adults don't want this taught. And I don't understand why adults don't want to take accountability. But instead, we're going to give you a walk to school day because Ruby Bridges was a hero. And they act like they love Martin Luther King. They didn't like him when he was alive. Facts. They gonna tell you who to celebrate. They gonna tell you who's acceptable and who's not. Who's not acceptable? Malcolm X. Oh yeah, Malcolm X. X. Black Panther Party. Yep. But who who are they to tell us who's appropriate for us to recognize in our lineage or in our history? They don't talk about Nat Turner. (laughs) Big bro Nat. Because MLK was peaceful. Allegedly. He was a pacifist. Allegedly. Yeah. He said, I fear I have led my people into a burning building. Oh, yep. But nobody wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about his dream. He woke up eventually. (laughs) He woke up and he was asking us as a community, where do we go from here? Chaos or community? Great book. If y'all have it, if y'all, you know, want to look at it. But when we start to talk about the things in which folks say or deem appropriate, do you believe people should be able to highlight for us who our heroes should be faith what do you think no why because i don't know y'all just white people are putting us in a section like in a box like let us pick our own people let us do our own stuff instead of watching over us and making us fit in a box that we're not supposed to get out of you know Mm. Jada, should they pick your your heroes? No, I think that's just them trying to inflict their privilege and gain that control over us like they once did. Um, I still, I feel like they're still stuck back in the, what? I still feel like they stuck way, way back. What was this one phrase that they'd used during the uh, Black, Black Lives Matter process? They were like, y'all want to talk about get over slavery when y'all aren't over losing y'all slaves. Like, mm. I, it's just, they want control so bad that they'll tell us who to celebrate they'll tell us what laws that they're going to pass for us they'll tell us that we're not allowed to have this we're not allowed to have that while they get everything in the world and want to be oppressed like it's weird and i don't think that's acceptable at all it's disrespectful actually melissa black people have done so much not just for us as black people but also for white people and they don't even know it so why are you going to pick and choose who, like, as Black people, we are all individuals. Miss Wall, I mean, uh, Miss Lauren, you always say this, like, we are not a monolith. Like, we are individual people, and we are all impacted by these other Black trailblazers differently. So, like, how are you going to pick, 
we're going to celebrate MLK and Rosa Parks at Black History Month. And that's all because that's all Black history is. No, it's not. We are all affected by different trailblazers of Black history differently. We are all of these people. All of them have impacted us in different ways. Yeah. Jalen. No, they shouldn't uh, pick our heroes because then they're just going to tell the history the way that Mm -hmm. they want to tell it instead Mm -hmm. of the way history is supposed to be told, which is history. history. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't tell one side can't just have their say have their say in history and just call it history because that's not how that's an opinion that's not how the world works you Mm -hmm. it's two sides to every story you guys are telling the side that you guys want to tell but when it comes to the flip side of it we get we get uh critical race theory we get uh that's a college concept yeah we get get (laughs) like oh well you know we only we're gonna give you guys a couple weeks of your history and then we're gonna go back to Mm -hmm. to to before that and then we're gonna go to the world wars and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We spend mm-hmm. months on the world wars, but oh we get gosh, two yes. weeks. To learn about- y'all get Black History Month. What you talking about? Man, <laughs> Man it's <laughs> Anaya, should they pick your heroes? It's weird and it's obsessive, so I'm gonna say no. Mm-hmm. Because you don't like us, but you want me to learn about people who you don't okay. It's just weird. And they be lying. Yes, they do. Christopher Columbus did not <laughs> Discover America. No, what are day. you talking about? They gave that boy a day. You discovered people that <laughs> were already Lincoln, here. Abe Lincoln freed the slaves. They we enslaved them. What? Huh? Wait, who? What? Abe? Honest it. Abe? You lie. But they, give it, look, they just be giving everybody a day, though. Yeah. Everybody get a day. Oh, you yeah. get a day. I need a day. I get a long <laughs> lesson on world wars and the Holocaust. And yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. History. No hate to the Holocaust. Um, we had to read books, watch, watch movies. a movie, The Boy in the Wood, Striped Pajamas. Yeah. Nothing about Black history other than what did we watch? We watched The Butler. The Butler. Oh, yeah. No, Which what does that have? Like, the Butler. <laughs> Melissa said, now. "What is that?" Oh, <laughs> it was a movie. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Um, he was formerly enslaved and became a butler. His son was a part of the Black Panther Party. Uh, yeah. So he became a staff. At the White House, yeah, it was uh, a true story, but I was like, that I'd rather right. not learn about our struggles by root all the time. 12, 12 years, <laughs> color from Sa- uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Sa- no. no, 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 okay. uh, Salem, 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 whoa, no, Salem, no, what's the name? Selma, Selma, thank oh. you. I was like, Salem, hey, Salem, Salem. When I watched that you movie, get Jada well, together. No, I ain't gonna, yeah. no, I ain't gonna lie, when I watched the movie, I cried after. That was a good movie name. too. No, mm. you didn't like it. Um. <laughs> so, did you guys hear what Draymond Green said? He said that th- he believes that they should get rid of Black History Month. I did see that. Yes. No, no. Oh. He I did said that. because yeah. you should teach my history all throughout the. Okay, year. I agree. Yep. I'm about to say, wait a minute. Yep, because he said he he came up to the podium and then he was he was wearing the little Black History shirt and he was like, "This is the only time this month that you will ever see me wearing this shirt." And then he gave that. Mm-hmm. He said that oh, okay, they okay. should get rid of Black History Month because his history deserves to be taught all, all throughout the year. Yep. What okay. are your thoughts on that, Melissa? You still thinking? What you, what you doing? So I love the sentiment and I, I understand it. And I wish that the world worked that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we do that and it goes perfectly because this is a perfect world that we live in and black history is fully integrated into history, how it needs to be. It's in all of the history books and everything that we learn in every part of black history that isn't told is is accurately told in every aspect that it really was. We get rid of black history month and slowly it starts to disappear. And we don't have that month anymore because white people didn't create black history month. Like we created that. We did that for ourselves. (laughs) We don't, we, why are we taking away something that we created for ourselves? So I understand where he's coming from, but I also feel like if we don't have that then as soon as we get what we want because that's what they would market it as oh finally you have what you want but Mm -hmm. now we don't have black history month it starts to disappear from the history books once again and then now black history month is gone and we don't have anything anymore so Mm -hmm. i understand it but i also feel like it would completely backfire yeah i feel it 
No, I get that 100%. I agree with you, Melissa. Because <laughs> I don't think anything is ever um, carried out the way in which we yeah. imagine it to be. No. Mm-hmm. I think that there's always something that's hiding in in the works in the background. Yeah. Um, and you're right. They would say, "Well, this is what you wanted." Exactly. You were saying this is what you wanted, and now we give it to you. Y'all still complaining, right? Yeah. And so I I just think that I understand what he said i understand what he meant yeah but that's not how it's gonna be enacted it's not yeah they're gonna throw us a bone and be like happy this is what y'all wanted it's uh, like they gave you dream team happy. are y'all happy that's what you wanted that's everybody got dream team what is that man like what is it? you want reparations no not but protection law no but Juneteenth, right there and i'll come and do the electric slide with you oh and you know what's crazy you know what i'm you know what's crazy they're doing stuff they're setting up ways for them to continuously be a part of stuff that has to do with the black community like like black history month i mean i guess that can be it. i don't know but they'll try and insert their way in that for june like you know market it and put it yeah. everywhere because oh not just black people can't just have this everybody can have this black history month everybody celebrate or juneteenth everybody celebrate and this is like, y'all always want us to share our spaces, to share our culture, to share our experiences. But if we really shared our experiences and make y'all uncomfortable, y'all don't want to talk about it. So it's, yeah, it's just a little, like I said, control tactic. They only happy about Juneteenth because they get work off. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, yeah. We yeah. like holidays. We <laughs> like them. We like them. Mm-hmm. But it'd be different if they had to learn what the hell they were supposed to be celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know why they're celebrating. They're like, oh, like, oh the day off? We get a day off. Oh, Say that. Four day, three day weekend? Come on. Say less. We turned. <laughs> we are turned. But that's what I'm saying. It's never what it seems. And I invite anybody who um, had a problem with equity in San Juan. I invite them to be a guest on here. You could join mm-hmm. us virtually, but Please understand do. we run this show. Um, and so we invite you here. We would love to hear your perspective. We would love to kind of understand more what your problem is. Um, I'm happy to to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any other person in the community that thinks that we should uh, talk to you, we we open to that too. Um, I am though. I am. I'm really interested in finding families who have been a- affected by the opioid pandemic. We want to do a series of shows. I'm highlighting the issue. I know that SAC, uh, the SAC County has exploded with the number of um, deaths yeah, in this better. area um, um, as it relates to youth youth and opioids. So if there mm-hmm. are families out there um, who lost a young person to um, the opioid crisis, we would love to talk to you. If there are any practitioners um, who are dealing with opioids on a daily basis and you want to kind of um, make it real to the young people that are on this panel and the young people in our community. We invite you into this space as well, um, because I think there's a lot we don't understand. There's a lot we don't know. And as a podcast team, we are going to be, um, and as a, a staff here at BYLP, we're going to be doing a lot of um, public service announcements about the dangers of drugs and opioids mm-hmm. Um, just so we can start to educate our folks around us. So with that, y'all, we, we don't run out of time. Um, it's always great to have you all. Thank you, Faith, for joining us. Hey. Um, if you would like to connect with us, uh, you can find us at BYLP.org or on Instagram at BYLP, Facebook, Black Youth Leadership Project, um, Twitter at BYLP and SEC. Um, if you have an issue and you just need um, someone to talk to, we are here at the office nine to five most days, 916-513-7959. If you are interested in being a youth or peer advocate, um, we will be starting that up. If you're interested in um, youth peer mentor program, mindfulness-based substance use treatment uh, for adolescents, we have that up and running. Jalen is one of our fabulous facilitators, although yeah. everyone in the office, except for our new folks, are trained. Um, and so we're trying to fill in the gaps. But 
often we have to stop what we're doing to address the foolishness because people are bored and don't have enough to do. Yeah, just so we'll if you still running your mouth and you need something to do, we take donations. Yeah, uh, you can hit us at our cash app BYLP. You can you write a check. <laughs> you can hit us on the PayPal. Um, because we are constantly out here serving. We don't have time for this, but I make time because we need something to talk about. So we are Black versus the Board of Education. I am going to let Millie. Melissa yeah. start us off with yeah. the way faith. Wave. You're going to follow Melissa. Now, I know you are you are new here. We wave. We we wave. We get yeah. it. So, so get, you're going to have to move it. around a little bit. So, Melissa, you start us off. Come Ooh. on, faith. Ah, Jada. Oh, 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 hit it. Hit it. Ah, we'll see y'all next week, baby. Uh.